ladies, welcome to Real Women Unplugged, where we talk about real life, we do real conversations, it's truly authentic, and it's all faith-based. Today, our topic is, could your battles be the gateway to your breakthrough? So, we're going to get into it with Sim Cars, uh, Kareen, and myself, Trisha Ann, and I'm excited to hear what the Holy Spirit tells us today. Guys, could our battles, the things that we're going through, the arguments with our spouse, the stress from the children, the work, the things that feel like the enemy, the things that feel like warfare, could that actually be God giving us access to our breakthrough? What do y'all think? I had to think about it. Um, I, I was with you and then he said, could it really be God giving us access to our breakthrough? And I think that's where I really start to think, hmm, could it? Because we know that anything that happens, God allows it, right? So it doesn't necessarily mean that he's causing it, but if he has allowed it, then, it, you know, he'll, he'll have it work for our good. Um, and a lot of it depends on what we do with it, right? Because we have a part to play um, um, but yes, I believe that very often it is. There is a meme that I like, or maybe it's a quote, that says, uh, you can't have a testimony without the test. And, uh, and our life is supposed to be a testimony for God, right? And so, so, so you can't have the testimony without the test. You know, our life, in my opinion, is about taking territory and, you know, taking what God has for me. And in order to do that, I have to defeat some enemies. I have to go through some stuff in order to get to the other side. We just have to deal with some of them something here. And, and so I believe that it is just a part of the journey to getting where we need to be. Mm -hmm. I, like, I like the part where Kara says it's a part of the journey. Because sometimes when we hear that it is, it is for our ultimate destination or whatever, sometimes we, we, we make it a... One plus one equals two, and therefore the outcome is right there. But then it being a part of the journey makes it completely different. It's, it's all the elements that God would be using to equip us. You know, the word of the Lord says that he equips the ones that he has called. And so if he calls you to it, and that is the end game, and that is the intention he has for you, then it's all the elements. It's the character building, it's the having enough faith to believe. I mean, you may have to be, have faith to believe for a, a JPS bill right now or your light bill or your cable bill or your bundle. But your, what God really is building faith in you for is because you need a million US dollars to fulfill that big mandate that he has on your life. And so he takes you on the journey of learning to build faith. I mean, I was speaking to somebody the other day and they were saying, you know, why is it that these things always have to come at me like this? You know, what is it that God wants to accomplish? Because if if it was just normal things that happened to me, I could have understand. But they're just abnormal the way they work out. And I said, but that's the point. If it was normal, then you would have been able to rationalize it and it would have made sense to you. And it wouldn't end up doing the work in you that God so desperately wants to do, you know? And so he knows exactly what to give us, how to give us, when to give us. And we, I mean, our pastor will say, I just feel like 
it's killing me. Oh, good. Want you for that kind of thing, you know? And um, just a disclaimer here, he doesn't actually want us to physically die, but that, that, that life of, of our soulish realm and flesh that would want to take dominion over what the Spirit of God wants to do in our life, that is the part that needs to, to, to yield to the work of the Holy Spirit, you know? And so, God knows. I mean, I, I'll stop there. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Be perfect as I am perfect is a scripture that was dropped in my spirit. And if I am a babe in Christ, I must become mature in order to have that perfection. So what do you think that I will do? Baby, me up. Second, darling, hush. Take a time and walk. I have to be perfect like him. And I am in my state of transition and transformation. So obviously, the challenges are going to come for us to be built up, you know, for those areas that are rough to be smooth. And that's what God is after. So yes, that's what we're going to be perfect like him by overcoming the different challenges and the different things that comes our way as we are on this journey. It's just a part of the process. Yeah. 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 Uh, For me, it's the fact that we focus too much on the enemy. We think that when we go through battles, it, it has to be the enemy. I'm not saying that the enemy doesn't come. That's his job, right? But like Kareem said, he works everything for our good i mean i remember the story of joseph when joseph told his brothers so joseph's brothers left him in the pit eventually he was sold as a slave eventually he um went to prison you know i'm 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 fast forwarding and then he ended up a, a prime minister right and when his brothers remember it's his brothers who did it when his brothers finally met up with him and had to bow before him and all of that he you know and he revealed himself as hey i'm joseph your brother that you didn't do all of that to." he um eventually said to them when they apologized that no you thought you did it but it was god there's a version that says that you thought you did it but it was god and essentially he was telling them that look all of that had to happen for me to be um the person that i am today in order to be positioned in the the this seat as primary prime minister to when the famine come know what to do to have the king the the pharaoh's ear to tell him this is what you do during the fam- the famine he had to go through all of that to become the man god wanted him to become my concern is too many times we see and i think until we get there we all do it at some point in time right so um my concern is that too many times we do that we think it has to be the enemy but if we were to stop and ask okay is this god lord what are you doing what's your what 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 are you trying to do here with me i'm sure he'll tell us well um i'm teaching you this or this is what i would have you do or you know use this time to rejoice and give thanks and praise use this time to draw closer use this time to do this that whatever it is you know what i mean 
um, I think if we were to focus on God instead of the enemy, and even if it is the enemy, still just focus on God. Ask him the questions. What are you doing? What, what, what am I to learn from this? Even if it is the enemy, you know, it's still the gateway to, to a breakthrough. Because even if the, en- if the enemy is coming, then there's something that needs to happen. There's something because he's not going to come at you if you're not, you're not valuable. He's going to be like, who can leave that one there? You know what I mean? So I think just we, we need to stop focusing so much and say, oh, the enemy. And yes, for the fact that we have to warfare sometimes or we need deliverance from something. But focus on God, you know, and and just see it as that gateway. Just see it as there's something to learn here. There's something that God is doing. He's working it out for my good and thing, you know. But um, I, I want to go back to something that you said, Karine, uh, about him allowing, you know. Um, because there's actually a scripture that says that everything, 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 nothing happens without him. And like you say, whether he allows it or he does it, you know, um, some, some people would say that, but why then does he allow certain things to happen? Some things are, some things seem grave, some things seem really awful why then does he allow it to happen um i don't know if you guys have a perspective but for me it is but we have choice we have choice and individuals have choice some things are just a a consequence of the 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 things that we do you know like climate change and stuff like that um you know collectively we do it and then there's that result um, so you may have like tsunamis and so on, but then there are things that we do as individuals that have implications for our lives and for others. I have I had a friend tell me once, um, God is wicked. He's not he's not a Christian, and he said God is wicked. Um, I, I I believe in him, but sometimes he's wicked because, um, you know, why make that happen to me, right? Why did that happen to me? And I said, but you sure it wasn't based on a choice that you made? Well, well, why why does that consequence have to come? Um, no, I, I don't want that. I don't want that. So you want him to take your choice in that instance. But when you want to have premarital sex or you want to be smoking and cussing and going on, if he takes that choice, you're okay with that. So you, you get what, where I'm going. I don't know what you guys think about this idea that, boy, some things are just too wicked and it's God allow it and God do it or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes things happen that we don't have any control over. I mean, I don't think we can explain everything. I really don't. Um, babies are dying full term, they come, they die. Um, Somebody just lost their son the other day. Um, He just got sick and he died. I mean, I don't know if that's a consequence of something that she or he did. So I don't think we have the answer to every situation, but things just happen sometimes. And it's just life. 
as challenging as it is. Because you know, sometimes I think we see God as genie, like he's a genie in a buckle or some little you know, like a witch or some little man with the broom, and so therefore we just have him. My husband would say, we think God is Santa Claus. So we just make a request, and, you know, yeah, you don't have to get anything. You get it under the tree. It doesn't work like that, you know. Things happen. We don't have all the answers to all the situations, and, yes, there are consequences to some things that we do that, you know, just the, the law of cause and effect is just a part of life. And God cannot be blamed for these things because we don't take responsibility for our own actions. It would not be right, would it, if we decide, okay, I'm going to burn a spliff and then if I burn the spliff now and it flop in my head and my God, yeah, God could have at least never met my mad. It could have at least preserved my mental health. But we smoked the weed and made a choice and I had a choice to either not smoke that weed and and smoke it and I chose to smoke it. So there are consequences, yes. And for some things we don't know if that's so. Things just happen. And some things we never know. Some things we won't know until until we get to the other side, you know? And I think that that's one of the things that I feel is really important for us to to come to grips with. Um Job thirty eight is one of my favorite chapters one of my favorite chapters in the Bible, it's where God starts talking back to Job. Like, where were you, dude? Okay, who did this? And and the, the answer for a lot of these things is that you're God and I'm not. You know what I mean? You are God. You get to make the decisions. You get to do what you want. And I have to remember that God sees everything, right? We only see a part of it. He sees everything and he knows what's going to to work out for the best. And a lot of times when people complain is when they say, you know, suffering and death, death is a big one. But we have to remember that for the believer, death is not the end. You know what I mean? It's really just a gateway to our ultimate breakthrough, if you know what I mean. And and we get a choice in how, where we spend eternity. You know, so he always gives us caveats, but death is not is not the end in a lot of cases but God is God and so what he does we have to just be like well God I trust you which is a part of the perfect thing that you are talking about sim right um and another thing I think we need to consider is that it takes hard work to just get about anything first of all any video game worth its salt you have to go through enemies to get to the goal to get the princess, to get whatever it is, and then you go on another level where you again you have challenges because that's life, right? We live in a fallen world. Challenges are going to happen. We have to have the expectation that you know what? I'm in a war. There is never a day when Satan is like, yo, let me let me take a break. Let me give you a day off. Relax. He's never doing that. You know what I mean? And so even when, you know, Jesus says, come to me because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He's not saying that there are not going to be challenges. But when you are with him, he, you don't have to take that load by yourself. So you, first of all, I think we would have to accept the reality that we are going to have challenges in life. They are going to come. But God has promised us the victory. He said everything, he has defeated it already. So the victory is already ours. So it's about 
It's about going through the battles from the perspective of us already having the victory. It now go easy. Of course we are going to ball. Of course we are going to complain. Not us. Not the four right here that are at church learning about the spiritual feet. You know what I'm saying. Right? But um, but we're learning to be more like our God. And we have to pick up. Oh, Cara, you just got that? Cara, just. Okay. But we just, um, you know, we're picking up our cross and we're following Jesus. And we don't want to make it look like. Yo, I know I chat enough now. Let me just say one more thing. For, for some reason, we were sold this thing that when we become a Christian, that woo, life is going to be easy. I know we've talked about this before. It's not. It's not. It's harder. Because whereas before you were just going about your business, not being aware of all that's happening, that there's this battle and warfare and all these things going on. Now we know. Now now your eyes are open. You know what I mean? It's just that we've now chosen to be on the winning side. Whereas before, we were doomed no matter what. Now we're on the side that we have a chance like your victory. You know what I mean? So here ended the reading. I don't even remember what made it start talking about. And for me, I think the perspective thing is just so important. Um, the... The fact is, if we believe that God is indeed good, then it kind of puts everything in a perspective and, and it, it brings everything in focus because at the end of the day, that's where the ultimate is. So even when it is overwhelming, even when you feel like you can't go one more step, even when you don't understand it, even when you feel like I just can't, there's a rest that comes, and that's what the winning side is like. There's a rest that comes in the knowing, the know that you know that you know that you're securing him, that he has given you victory, that at the end of it, somehow as dark as the tunnel may appear, there is light because this is what he promises. And if that is your end game, if that's your conviction, if that's the lens through which you can see everything, then it changes the whole game. You know, just think about Somebody at the at the at the at the the beginning of a race. How you run if you know you're going to win and you believe you're going to win versus how you run if you're not sure is two different people. That you're gonna run in a completely different manner. If you know you're a winner, then you're gonna jump over them hurdles. They like you start. Because you're, you're getting there. You're getting to that finish line and you believe that you're promised that victory. It changes the entire perspective of, on, on everything. And so I think the breakthrough is, is tied to the confidence of the breakthrough in going through the trial is tied to your confidence in knowing that he's got you. Listen, can I just say this? You know that song, the hotter the battle, the sweeter the victory? Okay. Theme song for me. Because sometimes when I see stuff like in my life, like it just start get crazy. I'm just start feel like, no, so pressure. What I'm saying about pressure bust pipe or something like that. Because I'm not really good at like the colloquial phrases. Like what is it for real? You can tell me after. But um but when I see things like that begin to happen, I know like okay, because I believe, I believe that very often the enemy can sense, you know. Remember, he doesn't know everything, but he can sense when you're on the verge of stepping into something new. 
And so when him still like maybe some like lights start peeping, peeping, peeping round your head, him I say, oh, something I go on with Kareen. I don't know what it is, but something is happening. Let's try and stop that. So when I begin to see certain attacks and the pressure just start feeling really intense, I know that's not the time for me to give up. That's the time when I need to put on my, pull up my big girl panties and be like, all right, God, because we know for a fact that stone thief don't fling stone at empty mango tree. So when I see those things, I know that a breakthrough is just around the corner. And now is the time you're going to overdrive and just deal with the thing. Yeah, um, essentially it is uh, when the battle comes, how are you going to respond? Like you said, Kaz, the perspective that you have or you put on the big girl jaws, the scripture talks about, in Ephesians talks about um, the armor of God, right? Putting on the armor of God. And just um, so remember, the armor does not include draws. Just to <laughs> know that we weren't trying to say that. That's a part of it. Very true. We put on the armor of God, which does not include draws. But um, so, you know, having a mindset that's a faith mindset. That's the, and a faith mindset is one that is completely focused on God and completely trusting him for that breakthrough. And then you're putting on the armor knowing that, okay, fine, things are coming, but I have, I have faith, I have, um, you know, I'm, I'm going, I'm not stopping, like you said, um, whatever the elements of the armor are. Can anybody remember? Um, yeah. Hard shield, breastplate, belt, shoes. Yeah. Um, so then the other thing now is, um, I think, like you spoke about it too. You mentioned it, Karine, the spiritual feet. We've been learning about that. Um, you know, left foot is faith and obedience. So when God says something, you're doing it. Whether it is you see it in the scripture, you know it in scripture, or you're hearing from him. And you test that word to make sure it's him. And then you're going to obey it. But then on the other one now, the other foot, the right foot is the praise and thanksgiving. You know, those are the things, you know, the the armor, the mindset, the, the, the left foot, the right foot, faith and obedience and praise and thanksgiving. You know, that's gonna, I think those that's the way to respond to ensure that we accept the breakthrough, that gateway, we go through the gate, you know what I mean? As opposed to murmuring, complaining, you can't bother, you're giving up, um, you're, you're snapping at people and so on. And, and yes, I know we have personality issues and so on, and Lord is working it out. But um, the idea of faith is that even when you snap into the wrong side of things, you make the effort you see that you've fallen and you make the effort to move back over to the right side of things you know what i mean that's i think that's what we have to take away from it how are we going to respond because the battle is not so much about the enemy attacking but it's more about this is an opportunity for me i can break through in front you know and go to the other side you know what i mean so yeah what I love about what you just said, Trish, is the whole idea of what if you fall, how you, what's, what's the next step, how do you get back up? Because let's not play around. Nobody is riding that top wave of, 
oh, I'm on top of this all. Listen, the, the enemy is after convincing you at every point that what he is showing is what the truth is. He is about representing that lie in the best way possible. So worse if you already have a negative thought or some idea in your mind about something, the best believe that the enemy is ready to put that thing in action to convince you that that is what the truth is. And so that's why our relationship and knowing the word and all of that is just so important because then you could get sold out to the lie very easily. And so as we as we go on the journey and we may stumble into that and then, I mean, come on, we're a women's program. The, the times when you are your time of the month and you're feeling low as ever and you're emotional and you're vulnerable and everything else is going wrong at the same time and you're tired, when it all comes crashing down like that, listen, the lie seems like it cannot be anything else but true. But how do we ultimately respond? Where is our support system? Where do we go? Do we sit down and have a humongous praise moment to just shatter the unbelief for a little bit, just to shake up the environment so we can feel different? You know, what is the response, you know? And so we have to be deliberate that um, one of the things our pastor will always say is that our feelings, as much as they are what they are, they should only come to inform us. You know, they should not be the thing that determines or dictates ultimately what is to happen next. We have to decide within ourselves that I am going to make my choices based on what is right, based on what is the foundation of the principles of the world, based on what I know the Holy Spirit is saying that I should do, based on what I know I've been taught. But our feelings will not always align with that. And so sometimes my husband will say, feelings are foolishness. You know, because you just can't trust it. Like it can go in any direction. But how do we take our thoughts captive? The word tells us to do that. How do we take it captive and properly apply it to where it needs to be applied? And trust me, that is a, a battle we deal with daily. You know? We're happy that you were with us today for Real Women Unplugged. If there's anything that you heard today that really struck a chord, if you want to reach out for prayer or even just because you want to get some counseling or talk things through, the team is always wanting to hear from you. And if we can't help ourselves, we would love to point you in the direction of where you can get some help. All right. So bye, everybody.